Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. professional wrestling? I think not. Now, normally, I don't know where Granny Hulkster is today, but, uh, yeah, hopefully she catches the second half hour. I will message her to see where she is at, but aside from all that, we have a show to run here on Wrestle Radio Network. If you have any questions, please feel free to call in at 213-943-3422. Again, it is 213-943-3422. Anyway, please understand, you know, what's up, UK, what's up, Canada, what's up, Australia, Latvia, India, Indonesia, and all the listeners in the good old US of A. If you're tuning in today, the subject is on their way out, Ambrose, Angle, Batista, what it means for all of us. Ambrose might be staying. He may, you know, it may be a last-minute change. It may not be. I don't know. But now Kurt Angle's match with Baron Corbin at WrestleMania 35, the retirement match, has been announced. And for those of us have been around. Like I said, a lot of people leave. A lot of people get hurt. A lot of people make impact. Kurt Angle has a huge, huge impact. You know, during the days when he was feuding with Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, some of the very big names in professional wrestling, he made those matches work, my friends. 
Now, I'm not trying to bore you with uh, – it is a well-known fact that Kurt Angle is an Olympic gold medalist. We already know that. He won those gold medals with a broken freaking neck. And now he faces Baron Corbin at WrestleMania, which you already know. Surprisingly, Lesnar showed up uh, during Monday Night Raw. It is the few weeks before. <clears throat> and uh, like I said, normally I have Granny Holster on the show, but I don't know where she is. But again, like I said, I have a show to run, and I will run it as best I can. Now, Beth Phoenix is coming out of retirement because of the actions of Tamina Snuka and Nia Jax, uh, who were formerly the number one contenders for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, Let's see. Moment of Bliss. Patty Elias. Let you know, both Alexa and Elias are no stranger to interruptions, right? So, no way Jose comes out with heavy machinery. No way Jose and Elias end up having a match, because that's what normally happens with Elias, you know, getting interrupted. He normally has a match. Go figure, folks. <clears throat> and the match didn't last long, basically. No way Jose takes the drift away. One, two, three. So simple as do, re, mi. Goodbye, no way, Jose. See you later. Thanks for coming. Elias wins the match. End of story, right? You would hope. I don't know what kind of stuff they're doing with Elias, but you can expect a lot of that in the weeks to come. I don't know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Maybe the same thing as last year where he comes out, insults the crowd, and then gets beat up, and then that's that. He has a match with John Cena and, you know, gets destroyed. Like I said, I don't know what's going to go down at WrestleMania other than I know that the Women's Tag Team Championships will probably be on the line. You've got, we're going to segue, I guess, into WrestleMania. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal World Heavyweight, or Universal Championship. Lesnar's only held that championship for a year, but that's besides the point. So, anyways, moving forward, so things are being put together for WrestleMania 35. They're not all quite there, but they're forming the arcs and the stories and just just putting the pieces of the puzzle together, as I like to say. So what else happened on Monday Night Raw? Let's see. <clears throat> Seth Rollins comes out and he wanted to challenge Drew McIntyre. What happened to Roman Reigns? Let's see. You had Ricochet versus Jim and Mahal. Uh, so I could already tell you, in my opinion, Ricochet's a very talented athlete. Nothing to take away from gender, but um, yeah. Ricochet ends up winning the match. Basically, I just, yeah, it's been time highlighting the hall, in my opinion. Okay, so you had Dana Brooke versus Ronda Rousey again for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, wow. So this match was over in seconds. 
He punched out security. Uh, no thanks. I, I wouldn't want that job. And uh, her husband was there. That's another subject. So, <clears throat> Baron Corbin went one-on-one with Apollo Crews. Because Baron Corbin has a way with words. And he said, you know. So, Crews beat Corbin. There's a show show match. Yes, it sets the it sets the groundwork for the match at WrestleMania. So Batista comes out and talks, uh, and well, actually he's interviewed from home, and he said that he is going to break the game for good. So there you have it, folks. Oh yeah, I forgot the no holds barred match between Triple H. And Batista will take place at WrestleMania 35. Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins had a match. And of course, Lesnar interferes. Rollins loses the match from a Claymore kick. That was the main event. Um, I've said it before. Sometimes Raw seems like one big cluster of a show and the way that they structure things. We may not agree with, but at least it's setting the groundwork for WrestleMania 35. We gotta check, though, folks. Yep. <clears throat> we're gonna check on something, so we're gonna pause 10 seconds for station identification right here on Wrestle Radio Network. Yep. WrestleMania 35 to discuss about. So on today's show, we're going to discuss, let's see, there's AEW. We've discussed them several times. Will they or will they not succeed? That is the question a lot of people have on their minds. Will WWE continue to function and become a company, you know, that wasn't or you know, are they going to be the version of WWE and they were competing with WCW is what most would like to know. And I have to say, I don't necessarily see that as a problem because Hunter basically said, we'll keep an eye out on what they are doing. <clears throat> who's running the front office and who's not running the front office is not the question. It's can they keep the masses entertained? There are a few pros and cons to AEW. The pros are they're entertaining and that they're wrestling. Now, what might the cons be? That could be debated because, you know, you have a lot of big names. How are you going to keep all those big names happy? They have a billionaire, Tony Khan, that basically is their president, the president of AEW, keeping control and making sure everything is right and they have an insurance plan. 
that's great. You know, you're independent contractors. You should, but wrestling, in my opinion, it's nice to have offers like insurance, health care, health plan, dental, auto, you name it. The list goes on. So, folks, while I'm doing errands around the house, let's talk wrestling, shall we? We're already doing it. Sorry for that brief pause, folks. Like I said, I'm running errands around the house, and we are getting stuff settled. So, I'll put stuff in the laundry dryer. What we're going to discuss with you all is AEW, how WWE is functioning, what they're doing in preparation for... AEW, because look, we have all seen for years and years and years in WWE without competition. Sometimes the product went a little bit, you know, bland. And some may say, well, it didn't go bland, it just went whatever direction their company was going in at the time. And yay! Ladies and gentlemen, the godmother of WSC and all cool fandom. Well, I was psycho babbling. We have Granny Hulkster on the line. Yay. Hello. Oh, <clears throat> Granny, you there? Hello, dear. Anyways. While Granny is getting situated, I'm going to continue the discussion. You know, I don't think WWE is going to change what they're doing and how they're doing it because they are a company. They are a wrestling company, and they will continue to function how they are. Granny, can you hear me? Hello? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. All right. I'm actually up at my son's apartment helping him because it looks like he's going to be moving into a new apartment probably before the end of the month. And so I lost track of time. For fans, if you hear a dog barking in the background, that is my, that is my grand dog Mysterio. And he's, he, he is very much, uh, he is very much a granny's dog. He loves his granny. So very much. Granny, I, I think our worst fears have been realized. Well, actually, I think, well, not fears, but kind of annoyance. Uh, Boren Corbin goes oh, one yes. on one the, with Kurt Angle for his retirement party. That's like saying you invite that special someone that you don't like to the party, and you just stare at him the whole time thinking, gee, I wonder when this jackass is going to go away. I think Baron Corbin is the same effect, you know, because if you listen to Muzak and you find it entertaining, then you must find Baron Corbin entertaining. So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, he, he's a nice guy and all, you know, outside the ring. I just, to me, in ring, Granny, no, not so much. 
Well, you know, I mean, I I, I get it, and, and I was telling this to um, Big Swing last night. I get it while he why he's doing what he's doing. I I understand that, um, you know, because boring Corbin has made his life a living hell, you know, as far as everything goes. You know, when he was acting general manager for Monday Night Raw and everything like that. So I get why Kurt Angle wants to face him for his farewell match to kind of put him in his place. And um, I hope he does because, you know, as we all know, there's several of us that don't like Boring Corbin, me included. And, you know, that's just the way that it is. But hopefully Kurt Angle will get his well-deserved justice against this man and, you know, knock him out of the ballpark or whatever he wants to do. I just feel, Granny, that there's something that needs to, you know, like, WrestleMania's already starting to form a really good-looking card, and some people are saying, well, I don't see why they added Charlotte in this match. Or he says, well, you know, that... Or I don't see why Baron Corbin was added. It makes sense, folks, with the chronological time order of what's going on in the story. Like, okay, Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin, the moment that he comes back as uh, general manager, Kurt Angle did. Who is the one person that always seemed to want to be on his good side, like, you know, kissing up to the boss. Oh, yeah, that was Baron Corbin. Two, um, if you look at it like this, <clears throat> Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey by themselves. I guess Charlotte adds some kind of, and no pun intended, flair to the match. Because by themselves, yes, Becky and Ronda could have a decent match. But you got to understand, Ronda's only been working for barely even a year. Oh, actually, it'll be a year in April. But maybe because she's green, that's why they added Charlotte. Because I've been getting a lot of questions, Danny. What do I think of uh, what's going to happen at WrestleMania? I don't know. I just I just wait and see. Uh, because I've been to seven of these things, folks. Actually, eight. And I can tell you some experience after watching what I've watched. Some parts of it are good, and some parts of it you just go straight to the concession stand or the t-shirt stand and just get t-shirts. You can... Drown away your sorrow and purchasing crap. <laughs> like, uh, okay. I'm getting, yep, there's Eugenia. She says hello. <laughs> Hi, Eugenia. How you doing, sweetie? Hi, Hi Eugenia. She says I'm on tea. I guess the English have specific curfews for, not curfews, but times for tea, where everything, she says everything stops when I listen to the show. Well, it must be evening there, isn't it? It is. <laughs> she says, I stopped for tea, my normal tea, and I listened to Granny, I didn't hear her, I was wondering where she was. I'm here, Eugenia, <laughs> I hope you're doing well, my friend. She says... I wonder if Danny was off beating up wrestlers again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, not quite. You know, Granny was tagged in 
previous Saturday, <coughs> Genius says, well, you, you know, you forgive the work for the American English connection of crazy, that is. She put in, in quotations of crazy. <coughs> she well. particularly goes she particularly goes to Coventry or wherever NXT UK is and she'll purposely during live shows get up and start screaming at the heels. Oh, that's my job. That's why and I'm not afraid like and I, and I'm not and I'm not af- I'm not afraid of any of them, so <laughs> Eugenia says the same she is. If anybody touches Granny or I, they're going to have a tough time ahead of them. Oh, yeah, she's messaging me simultaneously, so it's kind of, she's kind of, yeah, she said Baron Corbin needs to just go away. I think that, she goes, I think that would make everybody happy, not just in the United States, she goes, I'd much rather take a cricket mallet and beat me on forehead with it than watch Baron Corbin destroy our hope and humanity. Wow. That's, uh, Eugenia, that's kind of funny. That is funny. She would rather folks beat herself in the head with a cricket mallet than to watch another Baron Corbin match. Well, dear, I think his music does the job. If he would like a nice night's sleep, I mean, his theme is not terrible. It's just he, he is. You get the gist. Um, <laughs> so I guess, Granny, did you catch some of Monday Night Raw? Yes, I did. I actually watched it last night. Um, it was not a surprise to see Beth Phoenix saying that she was coming out of retirement to help Natalia go against Bailey and Sasha at WrestleMania. And then of course oh Nia Jax had to pull her had to pull her number about saying that she was better than Beth Phoenix and blah 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 and everything like that and so I mean uh and then Tamina came out and decided to take everybody out, you know, and so, but yeah, I did watch Monday Night Raw last night. I, I very much, I kind of was sad that Seth Rollins got distracted by Brock Lesnar, which was no surprise either. And Drew McIntyre ended up winning the match, but you know, Hey, it is what it is. But Seth Rollins is, I think Seth Rollins is going to give, Brock Lesnar run for his money. I hope. Well, I very much hope the so. Time, well, here, here's the thing, though. Seth Rollins is the only man, and some may debate this, yes, he cashed in his money in the bank briefcase at WrestleMania 31. And why, folks, you may ask? Well, if you have the opportunity to get a championship, you take it. Who did he pin? He, you know, I don't think people forget, you know, Lesnar was involved in the match, but Seth Rollins ended up just flooring the crowd because we all expected him to cash it in on Monday Night Raw or he'd just hold it, hold on to it. No, folks, the last time he was in the ring with Brock Lesnar, he did win 
And I'm hoping so, and that yeah, I'm hoping and praying that Seth Rollins wins that championship. Why? Because what title, you know, the other new co-host soon to be joining me on Monday night. So I've been kind of restructuring my episodes or how I'm going to structure my episodes. <sighs> We're kind of debating on names, but Lady L, a good friend of mine from Brooklyn, will be joining me on Monday night. And we just, the same line. And I hope to God Lesnar loses. I hope Lesnar loses. Uh, we're getting sick and tired of Rince Lather repeat with that phrase because he's not Bruno San Martino who defended his championship every single night, even though it was in Madison Square Garden. He's not CM Punk. We even know some people debate about his career right and left, right and left. Guess what? CM Punk defended the championship. John Cena, Ultimate Warrior, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan. The list goes on, folks. The championship needs to change hands for one reason. Because if you're sick of fans saying, well, it, it holds no presence because Lesnar is the champion that everyone loves to hate, I don't love to hate him. I just hate him. Granny can't stand him. You know, and Icon, I don't know how Icon feels about Lesnar, but it, it just... I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares much for Lesnar either. I really don't. Um, I don't know if his hate for Lesnar as much as his hate for Kevin Owens, you know, but... Um, sorry, I, I'm talking to my, to my <laughs> grand dogs. They're, they're, they're trying to help me here, and... So, you know, like, I'm multitasking uh, today, you know, fans. I'm multitasking. I'm trying to help my son go through stuff so he can start getting packed up, and he wants to move back to Springdale to be closer to me and my husband, and which is fine. And hopefully, um, he'll have a place by maybe next week or the following week. We hope. Well, I mean, you know, things happen, Granny. You know, family. Well, you know, there was a little situation with his with his one little dog, Logan, and the apartment complex thought he was neglecting Logan, and she was going to turn him into animal control, and that was not the case. And so that was that's one of the reasons why he's wanting to move because he's he feels like she's wanting him out of here. But you know, that's that's just part of life. I mean, that's just the way it is, and. You know, we move on and wow. we go on and move on with our lives and so be it. So, but getting well, back to wrestling, you know. Getting back to wrestling, yes. Uh, I, Granny, you know, I'm excited. Speaking of WrestleMania, WrestleMania weekend, folks, for those of you who did not get uh, access tickets, have no fear because access, or not access, but WrestleCon is here. It's 70 bucks for two days, $70. You can meet uh, a lot of folks on the list, like Ron Simmons. You can meet Axel Jim Duggan, Jake the Snake. You can meet Ricky Guerrero at your own discretion. You can meet Gail Kim. I don't know who else. Well, I pretty much know that Corey Graves and Renee Young will be there. So if you didn't get access tickets, it's not the end of the world, and I wouldn't go spending my life savings on third-party ticket sites for access tickets. 
Because, Granny, there was somebody selling Becky Lynch uh, tickets for seven over $700. And I'm oh, thinking, wow. I thought, unless it's a quantity, then no. So, guys want some tips on how to get good pictures. It depends on your phone and where you're sitting. iPhones are terrible. So, I would buy a Zoom lens which is only $11.60. You can go to walmart.com and you can type in telescope lens for phone, and what you do is you put it on the end of the camera lens, barely, and it slides on there real easy. And you can zoom. It's a 12 times zoom lens. And what I, why am I you know, talking about that? I, the pictures that you see on Facebook for Wrestle Radio Network are from that telephoto lens, and it's it looks like I'm sitting in the front row, but I was sitting probably like 17, 20 rows away. So pictures are important, folks, especially in professional wrestling, because I, you know, went to Walmart and was able to print them off. And yes, we have Walmarts in the East Coast. Don't worry, we do. <coughs> so there's that. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm excited for SmackDown Live because I want to see what Kofi Kingston and the New Day, you know, are going to do. Because, you know, granted, he's got a five-on-one handicap match is what it is. It's not a gauntlet match. It's a handicap match. If he can outlast all five competitors, then he earns his right to go to WrestleMania 35 and face the SmackDown Live World Heavyweight Champion, whatever he I call him Captain Planet, but, you know. Okay, let's call him by his name. The new Daniel Bryan. Which, Danny, I don't know what's funnier. It's just his title belt's made out of hemp. Which Oh, I know. I mean... All... <laughs> what was he thinking? Um... What was he thinking when he made, when he made that belt? <laughs> I mean, and it looks like something. It looks like something you see on a hotel desk. <laughs> I just don't know what he was thinking when he made that belt, but. Uh, so. I can't. I can't speak for him, but I think it's great. You know how he's interacting with the. He's the only dynamic they have left. Uh, I say that nicely because. The rest of SmackDown Live, you know, they they're all focusing their energy on. Uh, the fans, that is. I don't know, man. To what to make of the Miz and Shane McMahon? I don't know what Miz and Shane. They're probably going to end up being a match at WrestleMania 35, folks. So there's another match. Uh, the Usos. I don't know who their competition is, but I do know that Aleister Black and uh, Ricochet are a pretty damn good tag team. And oh yeah, I mean the, most definitely. They proved, you know, that they're at Fastlane that they could hang with the big boys, man. And, you know, the Revival, yes, they are still the tag team champions on Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> and I'm going to reiterate this point. Um, well, reiterate a match, if you will. At the beginning of the show, I was discussing tidbits of Monday Night Raw. Speaking of shows, Alexa Bliss had Elias on her show, which I, I about died laughing they got interrupted by the conga line of No Way Jose and Heavy Machinery. And I was thinking, 
this is the perfect interruption. This is the perfect timing, in my opinion. There's so, yes, no way it was. Lost. <clears throat> so, I mean, Elias has turned back to his normal self, um, insulting oh, yeah. crowd, uh, making, making it known that he doesn't really want to be out in public, you know, in front of the general viewing public eye. Found it weird that they turned him again, but then again, like I said, oh, I, yeah. don't, I don't, I don't dabble with creative, but it's kind of funny. It's like, so you flip flop Elias, all right, cool, whatever, whatever floats your boat, man. I personally, Granny, think it was, okay, so no way Jose challenged him to a match, which normally happens, folks, when Elias gets interrupted. We also found out that the hostess, uh, with the mostest, Granny's uh, closeted favorite, Alexa Bliss will be hosting WrestleMania 35. And I, you know, for one, do not dispute Granny's likes, but it's just, you Well, know. you know, it is what it is. If she wants to host WrestleMania 35, you know, so be it. I mean, you know, that's just the way that it is. So, and that's okay. <laughs> I so. always wonder, though, like, so we had New Day host <coughs> last year. I'm wondering, or not last year, WrestleMania 32 was New Day. 33, uh, or 34, rather, was, uh, that was interesting. Braun Strowman partnered with uh, Nicholas, and that kid looked more frightened than anything. Who happens to be the the son of uh, referee John Cone? And T, that was kind of, I thought for sure, Granny, that some other partner was going to be Braun Strowman's partner, like Rey Mysterio, maybe, or, gee, I don't know. But yes, crazy no. stuff has happened at WrestleMania. We don't know who the, oh, yeah, the host of WrestleMania is probably going to be those guys from Saturday Night Live. Or, no, wait, no, Alexa Bliss. But they're going to be backstage with the other workers and... What have you, folks? The festivities at WrestleMania 35 are going to be really fun. Uh, they're going to have a superstore, and uh, yeah, I'm going to definitely have my eyes set on a few things. It'll be revealed, folks, what I'm going to get. I'm definitely going to say hi to the Rock and Roll Express from, you know, say, hey, you know, Granny Holster says hello. At and family, and family. <laughs> now, don't and forget family. my family. Like, I mean, we're, yes, yes, we're all big Rock and Roll Express fans, so... I see if I can find Ron Simmons, Granny, and say if I can poke my head around. And say, oh yes, you know, if, you can, if you can find hello. Ron Simmons, yeah, if you can find Ron Simmons, you know, tell him that Granny said hello again, and and uh, so I definitely liked Ron Simmons when I had the opportunity to meet him. Also, you know, folks, because he said something that I I noticed about Granny as well, and that. You, she's one of the few remaining fans who get into the show, who has fun and boos the heels and cheers the baby faces. Because nowadays, folks, let's just say it, it's a split crowd. There's nothing wrong with it. But um, there is a problem 
you know, because when you're wanting to cheer, you just... How do I put this, Fanny? It's not bad that the crowd chants, this is awesome, or holy shit. It's not bad that the crowd gets up off their seat and, and, and you know, and lets the crowd, or lets the wrestlers know your match is pretty cool. But... Uh, <laughs> Like I said, Granny's one of the last few remaining true fans who will make a match flow better. And like I said, that Saturday when well, you guys I, talk, I, I do, out. I, 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 do my best. I do my best. So. Well, it's because Granny was just face it. I mean, I can't wait, folks, for the day that they have a show in Arkansas with uh, a WWE show. Comes to Arkansas with Granny's there and boring Corbin is on the outside and she has front row tickets. I can only imagine the the reaction. Well, the, the, clo- the, the, the closest the closest that I would probably get to WWE in Arkansas would be Little Rock, and you know I I mean I would even go to Tulsa again for a WWE show if I had the opportunity to make sure that. I had the opportunity to give voice my opinion to Mr. Boring Corbin. Ooh, that's going to be great. So, well, the only other person I can think of, I'm going to try and get him on my show is Jacob Manning, the Man Scout, because he, <clears throat> he's had a lot of intergender matches with Jessica Havoc and not just her, but, I mean, this guy is in the match. He had a uh, last revolver show that I was at. He was there. He <laughs> and the other match it was a it was a scramble match and um he was reading his rule book, Granny, and he would while reading his rule book, it's funny, he would end up doing wrestling moves by accident. <clears throat> oh my. Like he would be on the top rope and he'd be reading his rule book and he did a dive. Or he'd be on the top rope reading a rule book and he'd do an elbow drop and miss. It was funny. So, yes, there are a few people that Granny ever gets the chance to meet. Like I said, we might need to get the shark cage because Granny might get too rabid, you know. I don't know. I'm not sure that Boring Corbin would appreciate Granny Holster very much, but... (laughs) Well, I mean, Granny got tagged in the match, folks, on Saturday because CRD come over to the to the barricade where Granny was sitting. And as I tag you in, Granny, he sits right down next to her, and Granny just looks at him like, "Huh?" And it was it was one of those moments where you can't duplicate. Well, maybe you could duplicate, but you really can't. And. uh after the match was over, the guy that she was giving grief, he says to her, he goes, I was trying hard not to laugh. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I still do. So she has a lot of connections, folks, with the wrestlers, not just from WFC, but she has friends in high places that could tell you, watch out for Granny. Yep. I've got a few out there. I've got a few out there that support me very much so. 
It's cool, though, like, when I talked to Nikki Jane, um, not over the phone, folks, but this was a while back, when I was still working security guard job, I, you know, I asked her, I said, so, do you remember Granny Holkster? She goes, oh, yeah, watch out for her. She's a very sweet lady, but she's got a, got a nasty side to her. Good. She's very, <laughs> it was good, though, because she... She goes, it was good, though, because had it not been for Granny, she said, probably the match, you know, I still could have made it work, but she goes, it's still one of those. She makes it, she gives it a little oomph, and she says, well, it was nice chatting with you, but I got, you know, I have places to go, and she smiled and drove off, and I got to say, that's a cool experience that I can share with you all because it's true, <laughs> and uh, when, you know, same thing, you know, when I bump into or happen to agreements and just hand them to the superstars, match their license plates. It's really cool chatting, you know, just a little bit with these superstars, you know, before WrestleMania comes about. Oh, man, speaking of WrestleMania, and uh, I know most of you want me to cover AEW, but here's what I'm going to say. I am waiting for them to get on network TV because I want to see how they do in the first year. I want to see how Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, Hangman Page, Joey Janela, all of them do. I don't want them to fail. No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding me, my friend. I want to see how they do because they have all these names, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. Jericho is no slouch when it comes to pushing a wrestling promotion. I mean, look what he, he kind of, you know, he wasn't the mainframe in WCW, but in WWE, folks, um, he made it to the point where you actually would hate him. You know, like when he was undisputed champion, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe he beat my, he beat The Rock and he beat, you know, Stone Cold in the same night or, oh. I can't believe that he put on one hell of a match against Shawn Michaels and almost beat him. I mean, folks, come on. I'm not saying anything negative about AEW. What I am going to say is wrestling is, you know, it'll always be wrestling to me. WWE, you know, you guys asked me earlier if they're going to change any their MO, what they do, how they operate. Speak for them, but I'm just going to give you my perspective, Okay. The way that Triple H or Vince McMahon or Stephanie McMahon, they have help. They've been around for years, over 50-plus years. And the reason why they stay in business is because, okay, sometimes the competition may want a little taste of WWE, sometimes they may not. What do I mean by that, folks? In the 80s, up about until the early 2000s, like 2000, 2001, there was a thing called revol- a revolving door between WCW talent and WWE. <clears throat> and Granny, this is why I say, you know, to some of the fans who are asking me questions, I kind of get the feel it's, if they, they themselves have said, we're not going to do what WCW did and compete head-to-head. Even if they're not competing head-to-head, it does raise eyebrows. It does make people wonder, is this show going to be the level of, you know, WWE? Well, to answer that honestly, if they start doing that, uh, 
All I can tell you is good luck, but Vince will still be around if he's still around. And he runs a very organized, tight ship. And some may say, well, it's very disorganized. Oh, they're scrambling around for shows. Oh, oh their card in WrestleMania looks like crap. It's like, first of all, <laughs> you guys are not the ones running the show. I'm not running the show. Granny is not running the show. We've expressed this many times. I would not want to be a promoter. It's very taxing work. No, I would not want to be a promoter by any means. I mean... It's the equivalent, folks, of being a manager at a restaurant or a manager anywhere. You've got to keep... you got to stay your ground. you got to be firm. You have to know, okay, why, why is the audience not clicking this week? Okay... Who do I have booked this week? Who are my sponsors? What town am I going to be in this week? Not only that, but there's a crap ton more that goes into being a wrestling promoter that I don't have any clue about. But I can tell you from being on the other side of the spectrum, it's a lot of work that goes into this. Okay, do I have everyone for that I have for the card? If, if so-and-so scratches, who am I going to replace them with? Because the saying in professional wrestling, card is subject to change. Now, is AEW got all their cards in place? I'm pretty sure they do. <clears throat> Is it going to be bounced off of Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho? I don't know. And I don't, like I said, I don't like playing office politics with people. Do I prefer AEW over WWE? No, dude. I I like wrestling, period. That, doesn't, that means I'm not going to favor one over the other. Um, so to answer your question, Kim, I honestly hope that both do well. I know that uh, I know that Billy Dunn is going to be helping running things for AEW. He had, you know, the party. He parted ways with WWE peacefully. I don't think there's any ill feelings because him and Hunter are really good friends. So, like I said, I don't know everything behind the scenes. I, I just read every day because their first event is on my birthday. I don't know if that's a, you know, any significance to them, but I, I find it cool. <clears throat> I, you know, and they're in Vegas, and they sold out their event in four minutes, yes. But the question is, and this is just my reigning question for them, with all that talent and a billionaire running it and a Jacksonville Jaguars owner backing it, can they produce more than two years of action? Can they produce a decade's worth of professional wrestling? That's my only lingering question for AEW because WWE has been around, holy crap, yeah, over 50-plus years. And it doesn't mean that they're the, the one brand that everyone should go around going to. Sure, they made Granny and I disappointed a few you know times here and there, but... Like Bob Roop was saying, Granny, he said, you shouldn't go to the, some of the veterans should not go to the boys and say, change it. Just adapt yourself to the product and how it runs now. And you should be, you should go far. Which folks, by the way, if you haven't listened to that episode, it was a lot of fun. Um, Bob was 
he's a very good storyteller, I tell you. We we ran for almost two hours on that show. I didn't have to go to an interview. I probably would have kept Bob on for three or four. He was amazing, dude. He was. To say that he was in the, uh, he shared the same locker room with Andre the Giant and Hogan, and I, I should have presented it a little different. My question to him was, how, what were they like? You know, were they normal there? Did they have egos? What were they like before they made it big? And Bob said, you know, I just, you know, they're just like normal people. I find it cool, Granny, that he was, he shared a locker room with uh, not just Hogan, but Andre the Giant. That had to have been really interesting. Oh, yeah. Most definitely, because... He's just huge. I mean, Andre the Giant was so huge. Um, and not just that, I mean, his presence. They said Andre was probably the most intimidating man in professional wrestling for a while until Vader came along, King Kong Bundy. So, I, yes, I mean, it's, yeah, he was absolutely, absolutely amazing. I mean, Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, AJ Lee. Okay, cool. <clears throat> yeah. A fan just sent me that through Instagram. Sorry, folks. I'm a bit random today. When am I not? <laughs> One fan just sent me a message, Granny, on Instagram saying, Wow, you're quite random. I, um, I would hope so. <laughs> that's what makes the show that's what makes the show run uh, smoothly not so smoothly I guess I don't know so so anyways continue on about professional wrestling folks I'm sorry I'll, I'll make a point I will get to my point okay so For those of you who think, you know, that WrestleMania's card's a bit uh, jumbled, guys, it's there's like three weeks before the card gets completely formatted. So one that I'm looking forward to is Rollins versus Lesnar. I, I'm hoping, and I say hope because we don't really know. There's no guarantee, but, and I say but, maybe, just maybe they'll give the fans what we want, because they did promise us that, but my, like I said, my new co-host said under asterisk, complete asterisk, Uh, she said, it's like in the fine, we forgot to get out our magnifying glasses and read the fine print. Only if, you know, it certifies that Lesnar is the champion so that we could be happy to find World Wrestling Entertainment. Now, I don't think that's true, but they have given us a lot better shows. I mean, we've gotten better quality out of it. Like, uh, for example, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live, Granny aren't dragging on and 
Well, SmackDown Live mainly. They, SmackDown Live really hasn't changed their format, but you get what I'm saying. Monday Night Raw has improved a little bit. Yeah, it has. It has. So, um, <clears throat> so far they're still giving us what the fans want, and that's what they were doing. And, you know, so hopefully it'll still be a good thing, you know, so. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so, too. I, I said, oh, my, because I found something. Oh, my goodness. This is an old video uh, of Charlotte and Becky Lynch and during their NXT, their NXT days, Granny, and it says, Becky Lynch and Charlotte, NXT presentation skills. Oh, that's too good. I, I've got to watch this video later on, folks. But um, like I said I have. Oh, uh, you know what? I found a really cool thing to read to you, folks. Even though some of you are going to laugh your ass off that I'm reading some articles on professional wrestling, but it says Nick McKeon, an independent pro wrestler who competes under the name Manic, reportedly helped police detain someone at Denny's restaurant in Altoona, Pennsylvania, over the weekend. Police told WTAJ that Richard Hart, 31, was intoxicated inside of the restaurant and yelled at patrons that he had a knife when the incident occurred. It says a witness sent WTAJ the video below, which depicts the scene as a second officer arrives. Manic is shown wearing a black tank top, purple shorts, and a black beanie prior to walking away. Hart, who was shown resisting arrest in the video, allegedly threatened to shoot the officers detaining him. He was eventually arrested in Blair Count Prison on aggravated assault of an officer, among other charges. Well, that's pretty cool, folks. So there's a hero, pro wrestler. They're not all just meatheads who get in a ring and entertain you, folks. They're also, there's the Tim Rockwells of the world. Yes, I'm kissing ass, who just, you know, who sent me that message, because Tim, he's pretty cool, dude. There's WFC, he, uh... He wrestled against Chavo Guerrero Jr. Saturday in Cleveland, Oklahoma, at Jerry Bostick's show for World Wrestling Revolution. He didn't beat Chavo, but he had a a very good match against Chavo. I'm going to say, yeah, Tim's a very good entertainer. He likes to drive Granny nuts. Yes, he does. Very much so. He's the one who got started, fans. He's the one who got started calling me Granny Villain. That was all his fault. That that came from Mr. Timothy Rockwell, so... You know, folks, it's it's always been good fun. But I, I always tell Granny, you know, there's always the grass is always greener on the villain side of things. You know, you could always not on the villain side <laughs> of things. The grass is not always greener on the villain side of things. B train. Of course, my son would agree with you on that. Like I always say, folks, there's always. There's always a silver lining, and Granny and and I. Well, I find it sometimes, and Granny always says no, no fans. But I always say, why? Well, if she inserts the word yes, 
in some of the things, like, you know, being an Alexa Bliss supporter or, or better yet, you know, <clears throat> if we need to make a T-shirt for her fans, I think this would be a, a genuine ideal. If it were for charity, I mean, maybe she might. But if, <laughs> you know, Granny Villain, Granny Hollywood, we could throw away, you know, throw certain ideas out there on referendum. Well, you know, you know, be trained, you know, be trained. I made one <laughs> statement at the Ryder Cup show last year for WFC. I told Stevie Caballero, and this was when he was took, still kind of in the background doing background stuff for WFC, you know, after the Caballero cartel broke up. But it's like I told Stevie. I said, if they came up with a match where it would be a hero versus a villain, I said, I might consider, now, now key word being might, I might consider uh, for maybe one or two shows, Possibly, and there's the key word, possibly turning a different side because the fans, number one, the fans would not expect it. And I would be willing to maybe do it for one or two shows just because it would bring in a lot of people because being they would not expect me to do that then um, I might consider it, you know, I, and I had a very good idea from um, one of Matt Durden's guys, the, one of the guys that wrestles for Matt Durden, the guy, Samadhi, with the one that comes out with the long black cape and the white paint on his face or the white mask, you know, you know which one I'm talking about. The short yeah. one, he comes out with the long black hood, he comes out with Draven a lot. Okay. This was his suggestion. <clears throat> Have Tim Rockwell throw me a villain shirt. I look at it. I look back at Tim. I look at the shirt again. And maybe I put the shirt on. You know, that's another that might, possibility. That might, well, see, Granny, that might put certain fans into shock. It put a smile on my face and all the other villains' faces. Well, I know. I, I know it would put a smile on your face, B-Train, but, you know, yeah, it would put a lot of fans into shock. But, you know, and do that for maybe three or four months, you know, maybe, you know, and and just that, and that might get more people to come to the show because you know how word of mouth spreads. My God, did you hear? Granny turned heel. Oh, my God, we've got to go to WFC next month to see if she's still going to be heel or not because nobody would expect Granny to be heel. So it might bring in money to help the families. And I told Stevie, I said, I might consider that knowing that it would help the families. Now, does that mean Granny's going to be healed permanently? Mm, I don't know. You know, time will time will tell. You know, time will tell. But uh, who knows? You know what I'm saying, Betrain? Who knows? Well, like I said, you know, like I said, fans, like, <laughs> yeah, I completely think that it, it would because WFC folks does not get um, – 
low crowd at all. I think that would, Tim would kind of be like, uh, what just happened? He, <laughs> he was, you know. I might, I, I, I might throw Timothy Rockwell into a major shock. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Tim might have to, like, sit down on a chair and, and just think, what just happened, you know? I I honestly think I've never I, – I think I said hello. I think that's all I've said to Tim. I really haven't had a conversation with him. But if I did, you know, I would say – I think it would shock everyone to their core, like when Hogan came out. He, everyone was suspecting that Sting was the third man in the NWO type deal. If Granny Hulkster turned, I think that would get wavelengths of attention. They'd be like, "Huh? What just happened? You know, what kind of parallel universe are we living in?" <laughs> well, I mean, Planet Puerto Rico. They, hey, Paul Puerto Rico, might wonder what's going on with Granny. You know. He'll say, Granny, what planet did you go to? And I'll say, well, you know, planet villains. I don't think there's a planet villains, but, you know, whatever. Well, I'm, you know, it's just, it's just like I said, folks, the stuff that, speaking of stuff that made impact wrestling, like, or have made impact in professional wrestling, like when everyone and their mother, like I said, not just the NWO, but when... Uh, of course, people expect Shawn Michaels to turn into a bad guy, but when he joined DX, wasn't a shocker, folks, because that was the answer to NWO, and it actually helped Vince rake in a lot of dough. And if Granny was hey, to because become you know, a Granny, Grant. Well, I don't know about becoming a villain, but you know, permanently. But you know, if <laughs> Anthony, it's, Anthony is saying. That it needs to happen. Is it, is Anthony right says that it needs to happen. Yeah, I agree. It does need to happen because you've been hiding your love for infinity for the villains. But you know, it's it's only a matter of time, folks, before Granny is wearing that boa and she's give handing Tim Rockwell the crowbar with his Granny on it. You know, which I think would be really cool. And. Uh, well, I don't, you know, like I said, fans, I wouldn't get your hopes up because I can't guarantee, I'm not going to guarantee anything and I'm not going to make promises that I can't or won't keep. But, you know, I'm just saying, you never know, fans. You never know because. You never you know. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, because in the world of professional wrestling, it's like um, going into an office or a waiting room, and all of a sudden, okay, yeah, we're, you know, we're gonna call you up, blah blah blah. By the way, you're on main roster. That would be like a dream call for me, Kurt, anyone that's involved in professional wrestling. It's, it's a journey, if you will. It's it's not, and it's a never-ending journey too. And I say this because I, like I said, I don't 
<clears throat> involve myself in professional wrestling because the schedule is always on a Saturday. The schedule is always on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. It doesn't matter where you are. But what I can tell you is it's it's a very rewarding experience for me uh, to say that I am not involved. Why? I uh, kind of am. I get, I get the privilege of being Kurt Gannon's merchandiser or Luke Langley's or um, whomever wants me to sell their merch. But that's not the end for me, folks. Um, I'd say professional wrestling is like, you know, you, you sit down and you're waiting to get... It's like sitting in a restaurant and you don't know when you're going to be called a really good restaurant, okay? And when you finally get that call, your face lights up and you're like, oh, wow, cool. So... But, so you know, so, I... I... Um, Ahead, oh, Jenny. I was going to tell you really quick, B-Train. Um, last night, we had Diana Hart-Smith on our podcast last night. Very wow. wonderful woman. Very wonderful interview. She's coming back. We're supposed to have her back on December 2nd, and she's going to be our one and only guest that night. But she told me that she felt a very strong connection with Granny, and I was very humbled by that statement. That's pretty cool. And she was going to share the story with me about Matilda being dognapped by the Islanders. She was going to share with us that story because, see, you know, I, I told her back in the day, Granny was a huge British Bulldogs fan. I loved the British Bulldogs. I loved Matilda. I mean, Matilda was just, I loved Matilda. But she said she, just in that 30, 35 minutes that she was on with us, she said she developed a very strong connection with me, and I was very humbled by that because she is an amazing lady. To uh, to be aligned with the British Bulldog and the whole <clears throat> Bret Hart story, I think it was pretty cool with Diana Hart. Uh, for those of you who don't know, <clears throat> you watch a lot of the British Bulldog. He was there from practically the mid-'80s. Um, up until his death. So, the British Bulldog, folks, is a Hall of Famer. You don't know who Tyson Kidd is? Look him up. They're related. You don't know who Natalia is? I suggest you watch wrestling. His fans were like, Granny, I cannot believe this. This is a shame question. Someone just asked who the British Bulldog was. Oh my goodness! How? Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh huh. How old are you though? Let's let's ask that question. You're 28, and you don't know who the British Bulldog is. Come on, you're four years younger than me. Actually, three years younger than me. You should know who the British Bulldog is, man. If you're a wrestling fan, please. Okay, let's not to be egregious with it. Just say. Watch the network. Type in the British Bulldog, and you can type in the search engine British Bulldog, and his name will pop up. You know, Dynamite Kids tag team partner, uh, uh, the British Bulldogs, Tyler Bate and uh, Trent Seven did a tribute to them at NXT UK Takeover in Blackpool. Well, you know what I thought was quite interesting. Um... 
Davy Boy Smith was actually married to Julie Hart's sister, Michelle. Really? Did you know that? Did you know that? No, I did not. So that would have made, um, let's see, that would have made um, Dynamite Kid and, um, yeah, Dynamite Kid was married to Julie Hart's sister, Michelle. So that would have made their kids and Davey Boy Smith and Diana's kids and Brett and Julie Hart's kids all cousins. I mean, you know, all related, you know, blood related. So I just thought that was quite interesting. I I thought that was quite interesting. So because um, she shared shared that and she shared a funny story. She shared a funny story with um, us last night about Owen. You know how Owen was always the big prankster. Well, anyways, but anyways, um, there was a guy there at at one of the shows that they were at, and Diana just happened to be in the back, you know, with, um, with, you know, David Boy Smith. And Owen says to her, oh, look over there. Isn't that Danny Bonaducci from the Partridge family? And he says, oh, I don't feel right about, about going up and asking him for his autograph because, you know, he's a celebrity. He doesn't want to be bothered, blah, 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 blah. And Diana says, well, I'll do it. I'm not afraid to go up and ask him. So she went over to this guy asking him for his autograph, thinking it was Danny Bonaducci. But come to find out it wasn't Danny Bonaducci. Owen had pulled a joke on her. <laughs> <laughs> Owen. And that little... So, so anyways, he, um, so, but, but he shared, she shared that story, but anyways, but she, she said, I couldn't believe that he got me again, you know, and out of the 12 kids, Owen was the baby and she was the youngest daughter. She was number 11 out of 12 kids. Oh. So it was a very interesting, interesting, um, interesting interview last night. It was very, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, Granny, the last time I saw Diana Hart on TV was when she was at In Your House. Kind of, you know, like I said, she, folks, was in between Bret Hart and. Davy Boy Smith quite a bit, and uh, she was there the first time those two faced each other at SummerSlam, I think at Wembley Stadium, and then uh, the second time in your house for the WWE Championship against Brett the Hitman Hart, and Brett, I guess, ended up bleeding buckets during that match. It was gross. I've never seen a man bleed that much, but I tell you, I I. Danny, it was like a freaking faucet, a red faucet turned on. And the look on her face was, oh, crap, my brother-in-law. I wonder, though, if she was thinking, get him, get him, get him good. 
but you know, at least she has a good withstanding relationship with the company. Instead of you know, I I don't want to. I know this is going to get brought up. Please do not, folks. Please do not. I do not want to mention Owen's wife on air for personal reasons, and I'm not going to. Thank you. And I think that uh, eliminated like half the messages that were about to come my way. Anyways, Granny, so you got to talk to Diana Hart. Yes, that was a very, very interesting interview. I very much, in, I very much enjoyed that. I, um, she was just absolutely amazing lady, and I'm looking forward to um, talking to her again. Yeah, I think that you know. So I'm I'm gonna reschedule a few of my regulars as well because I need I need guests to show. Like I said, I'm tired of rambling in circles. But you know, until I find guests that will be, if he has time, I'm gonna try and find. Like I said, I'm gonna find somebody. I'm not gonna reveal names. I'm just gonna find. Go to my drawing board. And find someone. But anyway, so that'll do it for Russell Radio Network today. And I will see Granny in about um, let's see tomorrow. Do you um, do, do you need me? Do you need me to help you out tomorrow, B Train? Probably so. I don't know. Like I said, I don't get into too much personal stuff, so. Because I was supposed to go to my I was supposed to go to my mom's up in Kansas, but because of all the rain they're having, she called me yesterday morning and told me not to try to come up because there's a lot of flooding up there right now, especially around the Kansas City area that I would have to go through to try to get to my mom's house. So if you need me tomorrow, just message me. I will be available. So all right, folks, you heard it first. So. <clears throat> I will be doing guest spots with Granny if she is available in the morning at 11.30 a.m. Those times, Granny, are going to change depending on my, I don't know. There's a possibility I may be switching occupations, but, you know, that is what it is, folks. It's a dog-eat-dog world out there, so it's never too late to find happiness through a job or switching a job, so... Anyways, that'll do it for Wrestle Radio Network today. If you didn't like what the old Brian Reynolds has to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Granny? And if you didn't like what Granny Holster had to say, what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? Idiot.
personality. The cult of personality. The cult of personality. 